Okay, so along with the poor, um, another demographic that God has just placed on my heart uh, for a very long time. As um, a young child, I was very drawn to people. <laughs> I was drawn to everything justice, okay? So, yes, I do have a bias in that regard. Anything that has to do with injustice, anything that has to do with marginalizing people, anything that has to do with uh, oppression um, against women, yeah, that's that's me. That's your girl. Now, I know when to kind of like, you know, how to, how to navigate it and, and, and discuss it and things like that and uh, what my audience is and all that, but um, very important to me. But another demographic uh, that I feel is often forgotten, especially because uh, as Christians read the Bible, I've heard it said and argued that um, when the Bible says to remember those in prison, that it was specifically for those Christians who had been in prison because of sharing their faith. Okay, sure. But why is it, if that were the case, <laughs> why would we remember them? Like, what is it about prison that we should remember anybody going to prison, right? Um, because prison is not fun. Right. Prison, yes, is for those who are criminals or criminals based upon the state's determination. Right. Whoever runs the prison, owns, owns the prison, you know, funnels money into the prison, um, determines who is guilty and, and, and what they're guilty for. Of course, there are rules of moral conduct and ethics and um, things that are, are, are plain as day as far as crimes against others, crimes against uh, structure or whatever the case may be, crimes against what we n all normally believe to be uh, common law, I guess you could say. However, um, sometimes people are in prison because of uh, varying beliefs. Sometimes people are in prison because they are racially profiled. Sometimes um, they're in prison because somebody doesn't like them or they are framed. Regardless of why someone is imprisoned, the Bible does tell us to remember those in prison. So I would like to take just a few minutes of our time to go before the Lord and praying for those who are behind bars. Father God, um, we come before you now um, and this day thanking you so much, God, that we are free. Thanking you, Lord, that we have the ability to move from place to place, many of us without worrying where we're going and <clears throat> wondering whether we'll get there. God, many of us are not afraid to walk out of our doors and to um, be um, be stopped by militia armies or stopped by um, gov uh, uh, officials, law enforcement, um, you know, um, in any kind of way. Many of us are law-abiding, God, and we drive the speed limit or whatever the case may be. Many of us are not um, criminals who have masterminded some sort of plot to get more money for ourselves. Whatever it is, Lord Jesus, that many of us are not doing, Father, we are still just one decision away from being behind bars. And Lord, I don't mean to say that in a very depressing sense, Lord, but it's just to, to sober us to a place where we know that there are so many people to really like level the playing field um, and understand that there are so many people who are in prison right now, God, 
um, and there are different types of people who are there, Lord, and that the conditions are deplorable in every prison, um, some worse than others, Lord, but there are people, human beings, who are behind bars, God, for whatever reason that they are, Lord, but you tell us in your word to remember them, to not dismiss them as people who have just been separated from society, therefore they do not exist. Uh, separated from society, therefore they do not have purpose or meaning, or they cannot be rehabilitated, or they cannot be exonerated, or whatever it is, Lord God, but you have brought us to a place, God, where we are able to see ourselves, value our freedom, value our um, I'll be grateful for the fact that we are compelled to do what is right, Lord Jesus, and that we are um, in, in a safe environment, that we don't have to be afraid of being falsely imprisoned or whatever it is, God. But I pray, Lord, that as we enjoy our freedoms, that we would we would remember that there are those who do not have freedom. And I pray the same for those who are prisoners of war. Lord Jesus, that just every single person, Lord, who is right now behind bars, who is right now under uh, underground in a pit, because some prisons, I mean, in our Western mindset, we think of American prisons that have TVs, that have um, internet, my goodness, that have access to Facebook. Lord, but there are still prisons that resemble those of pits in AD times, Lord God, uh, or I'm sorry, BC days, Lord Jesus, uh, before Christ days, there are pits that like the one that Joseph was thrown into. I know for a fact, brother was not kicking it in some uh, low, low, um, uh, whatever you want to call it, God, just a, a medium security, low security prison. No, he was not. We also know that there, there are those who are on house arrest, Lord Jesus, who cannot leave their homes. They have the, 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 the privilege or the opportunity to be at home, but they have a specific boundary that they cannot cross. But God, there are some who are in deplorable conditions right now, God. There are some that are sharing one bed to 24 people. There are some that don't even have beds. God, I know people in my family who have been in prisons where they have to eat from the same place that they use the restroom, Lord Jesus, the same bowl, God, the same bowl. Those who may not even, they're, they're literally being starved to death. There are some who are put are being pitted against each other to fight for the sake of entertainment within the, the prison system. There are children who are being funneled for, um, through, through uh, psychiatric facilities and back again to the prison system. And they're medicated along the way so that they can be controlled, God. There's so much that is happening, Lord. I have seen some things with my own eyes, Lord Jesus, God. And there are things that I've read about. There things that I have heard from firsthand testimonies, Lord God. So many. I, we've read about those who are, are prisoners, uh, re, uh, religious prisoners, Lord Jesus. I remember a woman uh, a few years ago who was pregnant, who declared your kingdom, declared your word, Lord Jesus. And she was in Egypt, Lord, and she was incarcerated while pregnant, eight months pregnant just for that Lord but you were faithful in delivering her and allowing her to come out and to be set free and her child to be set free God we bless you for that but for those who do not have that testimony for those who are behind bars for those who are are there for, for the right reasons for those who are there for the wrong reasons for those who are there for self-defense we don't care why they are there Lord but we remember them today 
We remember them today and we remember their fa their families that they quote unquote left behind, Lord Jesus. The families that have either ignored them and are have no communication with them or the families that are continually in contact with them and are trying to put money on their books, Lord God, so they can get their little commissary, whatever. Lord Jesus, I pray, God, for everyone. I don't care if they're white, black, Asian, Hispanic, indigenous, whatever, women, men, you know, you know, uh, LGBTQ, I don't care who they are, Lord Jesus. They are human beings. I also pray, God, for, for the COs. I pray for the wardens. God, I pray for the counselors, the chaplains. Father God, every single uh, uh, um, institution of correction, correctional institution, Lord Jesus, I pray right now that your peace would abide in those places, God. They are being packed up, Lord. They are. There's so many families that are broken up right now, Lord Jesus, for whatever reason. Families that are torn apart, people who have lost loved ones because of decisions that some people who are in prison have made, Lord Jesus. There's so much there's so many complexities and so many stories behind those bars. So many stories behind those bars and I do not even begin to say that I understand every single one, Lord, but what I do know is that stories lead to people and people are your heart. And so I pray for those people who are in your heart, who you see, God, who you see crying them, their eyes out when they go to sleep, who you see who are, are, are repentant for what they've done and those who are not. We see the ones in D-block on the way to the chair, God, or whatever it is, Father. I just pray, Holy Spirit, that you would meet each and every one right where they are. And for their families that are out, God, and are still trying to move on with their lives or are still so highly connected to those who are behind bars, Lord Jesus, I pray for their strength. I cannot imagine what they're going what they're going through. I only have a little bit of of understanding, Father, that lasted a few months here and there, God, but to have a loved one behind bars for years upon years or, you know, who's constantly in and out, Lord Jesus, in jail, or to have a child who's constantly in and out, Father, it just adds so much weight and so much grief to life, Lord Jesus. And so I just pray that you would break the cycle of crime. You would break the cycle of, um, of, 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 of separation of families, Lord Jesus, because of this. And I just ask Holy Spirit that you give us all wisdom, wisdom in our decision making, wisdom in our, our, our support of these, of these people, whether it's through prayer or things or, or organizations like Prison Fellowship, God, or any, uh, um, volunteer organizations, whatever some of the, some of the plans that Tether has for the future, God. I just pray, Lord, that you would help us, help us, Lord Jesus, to be mindful that while we are able to walk freely and to go about our business, God, there are some who do not have that right any longer, Lord Jesus. And I pray that you would be with them, God, you would help them to know that though those rights have been removed for them, they still have the right to be loved. They still have the right to be seen. They still have the right to be heard. They still have the right to be understood. And they still have the great privilege to come to you as their Lord and Savior to receive salvation. And though they be behind bars, you have proven through people like Paul, through apostles and brothers and disciples like Paul and, and Peter and James and John and all those who have experienced, who experienced it, Joseph and every single person 
person in the scripture who has ever encountered imprisonment, God, that you are capable and you are able and you are willing to meet even those who are incarcerated, God, and to do a work through even those who are incarcerated and those who, who come out of that place, Lord God. You will meet us in the deepest of pits, in the deepest of pits, and I pray right now as I see a clear vision, Father God, of, of, of those men and those women and those children who are in underground prisons right now that we are not aware of. And I pray, God, that though they might be there by themselves with their minds and they are sitting in darkness, that you would be the light that gives them hope and reminds them that they are dearly loved. In Jesus' name, amen.